justice. Peace. Pod. Listener discretion is advised. Broadcast. This is your Labor Day opener. There is a domain of consciousness of where everything is perfectly okay. And that's a nice place to have access to. That everything is perfectly, eternally okay. And you feel it and you know it and there's a truthfulness to it. And it relieves so much anxiety and angst and rage. And yet, it's not a final refuge. The complementary other part of that paradox is that you care deeply, that there is there is an outflow of, of, of compassion. You're not hiding in the perfection of things, that actually there's another part where your heart is totally open and the world breaks your heart. It's, you know, the amount of suffering of all beings is just immense and uh, an open heart will be will be open to that. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, a, a, a lot to, to dig into there. But first, I have to, I have to say good morning. Yeah, I can say good morning to everyone. Good morning, niggas. Morning, morning. Hey, I'm Mr. Evelyn, I'm Evelyn. Morning, morning. Hey, I'm Mr. Evelyn, I'm Evelyn. Yo, can I get my guitar? Hope y'all got the day off. Shit. It's projected to be 114 degrees today, man. I am not about to sit on here and play with y'all. Why would I do that? Why would I play? I don't like to play. I got video games and shit. You are listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace Broadcast. <laughs> Today's date is Monday, September 5th, Labor Day. The time now is 5.39 a.m. You already know who you're listening to. You already know what you was looking for, and you have found it. My name is Justice, and this is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Depending on what time it is that this podcast reaches you, one of four of those things may apply to your life. And I do hope that my voice reaches you in a very, very fond state. But first and foremost, I need to issue flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you until my last breath is left, baby, or until I meet death. Love you, mama. I miss you. Now, 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 now. What? What, what, what? I don't even know where to begin here. 
uh, uh, the guy who who opened the show for me, his name escapes me, and it's too hard for me to pull it up while I begin recording. But I do thank him for his input um, um, on the subject matter that it was that he was talking about, about one's heart and its ability to understand, you know, empathy and compassion and, and, and things like that. And, and, and I believe that's a trait that we're taught. Some of us are completely, some people are completely born just more in tuned with things that are around them. But other people, through certain circumstances, through, excuse me, through certain circumstances and through, you know, so many trials and errors of life, have lived in so many different lanes or, or have seen so many, have seen the, 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 the other side of the tracks so many times that they can understand the difference in between A and B, in between apples and oranges, in between light and dark, in between, you know, truth and lie. And that opens your heart up, especially for me, once you have been and once once I had gotten into so many different situations and now having the perspective to be able to look back up on those situations and extract a, a, a great amount of, of, of information and, and experience from these things, it gives me. I don't know if when you look back on your life what it gives you, but looking back on looking back on my life, you know, uh, uh, I'm more experienced at, at, at some things than I've ever given myself credit for, and I do believe that we all find ourselves in that position as we progress through this thing called life. You know, I, I talked about on my last podcast that, that you know, uh, global warming, it, it, you know, there's a debate about the shit, right? Are we making the earth hotter or does the earth just get hot and then it goes cold? You know, th- this is a big argument within the scientific community. People in the hood don't give two shits. So I say global warming. It may. I don't want to argue. I'm not a scientist. It may. I mean, even though it's going to be 114 degrees here in the Sacramento Valley, 114 degrees, we just going to say that there may be, you know, it may be, it may be, global warming, it may exist, right, right? And it does get hot outside. I just mentioned that. It's going to be 114 degrees today. But one thing that we forget about the temperatures that it is that we live in is exactly that, the temperature that we live in. Because even though the earth may be boiling seawater, which is probably not true, uh, uh, even though it may be 114 degrees outside on a holiday where people are supposed to be standing in front of a grill barbecuing, even though those two things may very well be true, one thing is definitely true, that we live in a very, 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 very cold world. This is a very cold world we live in where people care more about dogs and cats and gerbils and rats then they care about their fellow mankind. Have you ever seen someone step over a bum to buy dog food 
<laughs> have you ever, and I'm not laughing at that situation. I'm laughing at the simple fact that you know you could help people, but 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 you don't. But, but, but you, you, you just don't. And I believe that's a part of our environ, our environmental mind state. You know, uh, our environmental mind state, that word environmental, it escapes meaning to a lot of people because a lot of people don't even know what, the, what an environ is. What that, we know, we, we, we know what mental is, right? We know what mental is, but do you know what an environ is? I'll wait. You, 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 you know how to reach me. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm even now on Twitter. Just type in just justice, J-U-S-T-U-S underscore peace underscore pod. Justice, peace, pod. That's why I start the podcast off just like that. You can find me on all three of those social medias with that name as the account name. But like I said, There's no denying that this is a cold motherfucking world, right? And when it's cold outside, say a blizzard, a storm, a, 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 a weather emergency, you know, the, 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 the first thing to do is to cover up, is to protect yourself, right? When you get cold, you, you, you protect your skin by putting on layers of, of clothing, you know, cloth, so that you, you you would feel very well insulated in this coldness. And just like in the heat, just like another another aspect of, of temperature is the heat. In the heat, what would you do? You would take off clothes, right, so you could cool off. You take off as many, get in the shade, you take off as much clothes as you can. You get in the shade, you hydrate yourself. You do all these other things, right? And that's because your mind it is telling you to do that, right? Your mind is telling you to protect yourself because it knows that it has a system of things that is in the checklist to do to keep itself alive. But what about those other things that our minds tell us to do that we don't even second question? And that's where it that's how it brings me to this word environmental. Now, we, like I said before, we all understand the definition of mental. It's your capacity to understand things, right? It's your brain, right? It's how you look at shit, correct? Am I, I hope that I still got you guys going right here. But it's the environ is the part that's the most not talked about because your environ is what encircles your mental. It's what surrounds your mental. It's what encloses your mental. So if, when we're talking about environmental shit like that, we're talking about th things that circle our mind. And when we talk about things that circle our mind, these things are usually... Uh, uh, traits and habits and, and and through process of elimination systems that we have accrued over time that we know for a fact have not denied us the capacity to live. 
And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're right. It just means that they have worked over our lifespan to keep us alive. But the things that encircle our mental fuck with how we move in the world. And the thing that usually circles a person's mental is their actual scenery, their 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 surroundings, the 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 intake that 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 their eyes, you know, once light hits your eyes, it starts catching everything that light can touch, like a Lion King motherfucking saying. You know, once light starts touching shit, your eyes starts picking it up. If you don't believe me, turn off the lights for about half a minute, let your let your eyes go dark and try to readjust and then turn it back on. Your eyes will try to pick up everything in that room because in the environment that we evolved in, our eyes were one of the most crucial things that we needed to stay alive. I hope I hope I can get it correct somewhere. Our eyes were one of the most crucial things that we needed to stay alive. And everything else we've kind of figured out that, you know, you could eat this, you could eat that, you know, you talk like this, you talk like that. And as evolution has improved and civilization has thrived, many people have been given these, these I wouldn't even say abilities, but, but have been placed in a position to where they have had opportune time or it's just much more easier for people to adapt to what they call norms because they have the time to observe the scenery, to observe everything that's around them. And it sounds like I'm not going anywhere, and I I hope it doesn't sound like that. But your environment, your environment, it shapes everything that you fucking do. So if you come up in a house where your dad's an alcoholic and he beats the shit out out your mom, yeah, you're gonna you, for a long time. It's gonna be programmed into your head that that that's just what dad does. Until you get big enough and you see other uh, uh, options on what it is that other options on how it is that you could speak to a woman or how you should treat your spouse, you know. And that environment, that, that new encircle, that starts to mess with your mental. And, and with me, environments have shaped a lot of my life. A lot. And I talk about these things on lots of podcasts. So what I'm going to do is talk about these things on this podcast, on one. Being a very, very young, young child. When my mother disappeared in 1986, you know, it it wasn't like it was a big deal. You know, and I'm not speaking badly on my mother. I love her too much to go there. But I do not remember being worried. Not, not Not one fiber of my body was not worried when my mother disappeared. I did not grow into worry until she didn't come back after some years, you know? And then that worry grew into concern after my grandfather died, after her dad died, that that, that, that worry grew into concern. And as more and more and more people begin to perish in my life, the more and more 
that my environment, the, 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 the place where I was growing up at, was starting to shape my brain into thinking, into knowing right about now, I could say knowing, that I would never see my mom again. And that was because of the environment. You know, it'd be different if, 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 and I'm not saying that my family was terrible. There, I don't, I believe that there's truthfully, you know, uh, uh, there are quite a few terrible people in the world, but not everybody is just genuinely born with that heinous fuck everybody attitude. That's something in their environment that they've adapted. But with me, it's not like my family was terrible. They were only working with the tools that was provided to them from the people that raised them and so forth and so forth and so forth. So they never had been through any circumstances or any situation like this with my mom. And I'm pretty sure that she had disappeared and did some crazy things within her time. But from their environment, they just didn't know what to do. And when their environment comes into contact with my environment, it's it's still all love there. We're still family, but it's a big, it's a big discrepancy in communication. And I talk about myself because I know a lot of other people don't like to get talked about. A lot of other people really don't like to get talked about. They really don't want to air their shit out. They just want to talk shit about everybody else. And that's a sad thing, but that's also something that they have learned from their environment. The vulnerability that most people have is because they've learned it. <coughs> and like I said, granted, some people are born just warm and loving, but a lot of a lot of the times that shit is taught. In some kind of way they identify with someone that they came into contact with that they completely uh, uh, admire, look up to, uh, 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 they think is a hero or something like that. So they, as I have done over my years, they cherry pick what they determine is the best attributes or the best aspect of this person's personality, of this individual's uh, uh, movement throughout the world. They cherry pick those things. And sometimes you get a person who will, who will pick nice things from, from, from individuals, but sometimes you get a person who will pick the asshole parts from people. You know, like me. I'm an asshole, and I know it, and that's cool. But I won't be fucked. Let's get that. <laughs> Let me get that in there real quick. I will not be fucked. But, yeah, what I'm saying is our environment, the things that encircle us, the things that encase us, the things that surround us, the things that keep us enclosed. The fuck was that? They keep us, they keep us locked in, right? I hate that shit. I got to stop saying it, right? They keep us locked in into a system that we don't even understand a system is. And if you don't believe me, a lot of people don't think that they racist. But most of the time when you say you're not racist, you're probably the most racist motherfucker that you know. You know, and, and, and this is another thing about the, 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 the encirclement, the, the enclosure, the, 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 the implications of what our environment can do to our mind. Is that, is that every single one of us, 
every single one of us, I hate to say this, but it's the truth. Every single person has got a little bit of a... You got a little bit of racism in you. You know you got a little bit of racism in you. And I know you do because if somebody cuts you off, I don't give a fuck if you can only see the back of their head. If you can see the color of their skin or something like that, you're going to call them something crazy. You're going to call them something crazy. And let's say you don't use you don't use uh, 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 racism. You don't say anything terrible. Let's just say you call a, a grown woman a bitch. Isn't that sexism? Let's say you call an old person old. Isn't that ageism? Right? We've all got this little hatred system kind of installed in us that we refuse. We refuse a majority of the time to even acknowledge. It's completely at play on how we perceive people, on how we uh, uh, read rooms, on what areas that we choose to frequent at certain hours of the day or night. That's all part of your environmental training. That's part of your mental training. You know, and the reason why I'm talking about this in particular is the the environment, what encircles us, is, you know, I see a lot of shit all the time. Now that I've determined to call myself a, 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 a media figure, I've seen a lot of shit. For example, I saw this crazy motherfucker still a plane, and if you know where I'm going with this, please just let me finish. I saw a motherfucker still a plane and fly that motherfucker for hours while claiming to crash the motherfucker into a Walmart superstore. Now, why does this have anything to do with environment? Well, in the environment that I grew up in, first of all, that motherfucker is crazy. Second of all, isn't that a terrorist thing? Third of all, if he was black, fourth of all, you know if he was black. And fifth of all, <laughs> well, I mean, what the fuck is wrong with people? But, but, but like I said, my environment, has it has my brain structured in a way to thinking like if that motherfucker was black, they would have blew his ass out of the sky. And the only reason that they don't call this shit terrorism is because he's white. <laughs> and not only that, why would they let this motherfucker circle for hours on end? With the plane full of gasoline. And of course, it always brings me back to my structure of thinking that has encircled my mind since I was a child, my environment. And I'm talking, like I said, I keep talking about this because this is something that we all, at least I, find myself in, in, in a state of check before I can necessarily say certain things that I would just usually, I would usually just. Just, just let go. You know, uh, uh, now I find myself a little bit more measured, a bit more gauged, uh, more, more uh, compassionate to some of the harsh things that come across my mind because everybody ain't ready for these words. Just like everybody don't like my jokes. And that's fine. 
we just don't see eye to eye. And it's that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with our environment. That has to do with our adaptation and evolution. At least that's my theory. Because no matter what it is that you've been taught in your environment, you also are a god and have every single opportunity to relearn how it is that you move in this motherfucking world. And today, on Labor Day, the only thing that I'm asking for people to do is please, 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 please move a little bit differently. Move with a little bit more love. Move with a little bit more peace. This is not forever. This shit is not forever. And I know that you know this shit. But how often do we remind each other how much we care about each other? How often are you able to tell your friends that you love them? Or how often is it that you don't tell your friends that you love them? Because of the environment that you grew up with, you grew up in, excuse me. How often is it that you express your love and and your dedication and and all of that shit for your spouse? He or she. I don't give a fuck what what you do with your time or in your bedroom. That's on you. But how often do you genuinely extend? You genuinely extend. You reopen your heart. And remind them where they sit at inside of it. How often do we do that? And do you agree that that might be something that we have learned from our environment? Because our environment right now, and it's not even necessarily our environment, but the environment that our children are growing up in is nothing at all. It's nothing at all imaginable to what it is that we grew up in, depending on if you were born in 1980 and back on up. So 1980, 1979, all the way back up to the 1900s. Our kids will now come up in an environment that we cannot curate whatsoever, an environment that we cannot have pretty much no control over. All of the shit on the Internet, and that is the new environment. The new environment is the internet. And even though we have learned how to be nice to people, even though we have learned how to love people, even though we have learned the importance of community, we have learned what respect and disrespect is, this new environment for likes, shares, fire flames, 100s, this new environment, it discourages community. It discourages family. It discourages individualism. And for me, in my environment where I come up, how I came up, that is scary. Because we need each other for this great thing we call life to work. And of course, we're not going to be doing no kumbaya, sitting in a circle around a fucking campfire, roasting marshmallows, saying everybody's equal. We're not going to be doing that. That's not life. But at the same time, we should at least understand that we all generally want the same thing out of this, this experience that we're sharing. 
you know, and you may this podcast may reach you, and I be I may be long long gone dead, but in the current moment, I'm still alive. Two thousand and twenty two, I'm still alive. And and hopefully it it reaches you in a place to where not only you can learn something from me, but I learn something from myself every single time that I make one of these podcasts. I feel a little bit more enlightened, even though I'm just working this shit out in my head. I still feel good because I'm creating a new environment. But the environment that our kids come in, it's not about creation. It's about imitation, limitation. You know, it, it's about it's about these these virtue signaling fucks who don't give two shits about nothing but the bag because they never had the environment. They never had the opportunity. They never had the support. They never tried to even change the environment. They got comfortable. They got stagnant. And now they're in a rest home, and they're only 22 years old. And the rest home is on the fucking Internet. I am asking people to please choose your choose your environments wisely. Choose how much you are on the Internet. Choose how much it is that you intake, whether it be negative or whether it be positive. And those two things could very well vary depending on the person that it is that you are asking. One person could look at something and say, that's fucking negative. And another person could walk up and say, I find that quite uplifting. So we have to be careful of the things that it is that we, 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 we have encircled our minds in. Be careful of this internet. Make sure that your kid doesn't turn like 16 years old first before you actually sit down with your kid and tell them that you love them and that there's nothing that you won't do for them. Because we're all creating these new environments for these little bitty kids who in turn will some kind of way mimic, but definitely recreate a new environment. And if we are blessed to live long enough, we will experience that environment. And my hope is that through communication and, 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 and well, conversation and, and, and communication and, and just simple community, we could, we could really start to change the narrative on what it is our environment is. And that don't mean that you got to love everybody. That don't mean that you got to like everybody. But it also means that you ain't got to say fuck everybody. That's my job. <laughs> I joke, I joke. Papa. Grandson. My guy, were you in the opener? I mean, you know. I, Go ahead. Is it 30? I was just getting started. I mean, literally, I was just getting started. This is some motherfucking bullshit. Go ahead, All right, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cuss. I do apologize. But, but, motherfucking bullshit. I am an idiot. I can't deny that at all. I don't know. I don't know. It is Labor Day. Right? So don't don't do too much today. I plan on a little bit of yard wike and uh uh some barbecue and uh you know good old fashioned niggadum shit. The good old fashioned Tupac niggadum shit. So with that being said, 
you know, I cannot stress this shit enough. I cannot stress it enough. You know, do what it is that you need to do to get through. And as long as you ain't hurting nobody in the process, you good with me, man. Find your peace. Guard your peace. You are a god. Literally, you are a god. You have the power to bring life into this world. You also have the power to take life out of this world. And the ultimate powers that you really have is to actually love yourself a little bit more. Teach yourself something new. And worst case scenario, remove yourself from a situation permanently. And that's not something that I want anybody to do. Or do what? <laughs> I don't know. It's Monday. It's early in the morning. I'm a podcaster. I talk shit. Kiss my ass. What the fuck can I tell you? Oh, yeah, I'm good at telling people this shit. Because they know what time it is. When you hear that guitar, when you hear that shit. I don't know what time it is, man. It's time to go. It's a nice little session right there. Appreciate you, love ya. But get the fuck out of here, all right? And don't come back, all right? I'd appreciate it. Do not like, do not rate, do not subscribe, do not tell a friend. You're not doing this shit anyway. I'm looking at the numbers, niggas. Niggas. I am niggas. Shit. Get my dirty guitar on you, motherfuckers. This is justice, man. This is a Justice in the Peace podcast production, you punks. You petrified, pussified. Uh, 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 I don't know. You know what you are. I ain't got to pick on you. You doing it to yourself. Shit. But I know one thing. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to be right here. But you got to go. <laughs> you got to get the fuck out of here. Appreciate you. Love ya, but fuck ya. No Vaseline, not a kiss, no reach around, no text messages, nigga. Fuck you. I love you though. Oh shit, wait. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? That was the end of the podcast. I don't need you to tell me to go inside okay i don't need that shit i know when it's time i know i'm an idiot too though you know what you know i love you pop pop all right but this is my podcast and my name is justice thank you for listening peace